Welcome to Getting Granular, the podcast where digital marketing experts from the agency Granular talk about the latest trends, tried and true best practices, and share their unfiltered thoughts about the industry. Whether you're here to learn how to grow your business, improve your digital skills, or just want to hear some Midwest PPC experts rant about digital media, you've come to the right place. All right, so welcome to Getting Granular, another episode where uh, PPC experts from the agency Granular Marketing uh, chat about uh, some industry updates, some thoughts on the on the industry, and uh, really just give our unfiltered take on uh, what it's like to to work in this space. Uh, I'm Jordan Meyer, the founder and president of Granular, and today we're talking with Mike Fleming, uh, one of our senior. Uh, paid search experts, and he's actually joining us uh, over the phone in uh, Canton, Ohio. So, hey, Mike, why don't you give a quick intro? Hey, Jordan. Good to be on. Uh, hello, listeners. Uh, yep, we're in uh, Canton, Ohio here. Uh, not quite as cold as Milwaukee right now, but <laughs> definitely below zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so today, um, you know, we're going to be talking about um, kind of some of the qualities and uh, things to look for and in, in what uh, a client or what a business actually really wants to look for in a, a P- PPC manager. Um, it's not all about the, the technology or the platform. It's at the end of the day, it really comes down to the person that uh, you have that relationship with, um, you know, inside the agency, the person who's actually, uh, you know, making adjustments, who's actually talking to you on a, on a daily basis. And, um, yeah, so Mike, you, you wrote a, a really good blog post for us recently on the granular website, uh, granularmarketing.com. Um, that was called, uh, this is what you really want from a PPC manager. So, uh, maybe just give us some background on, you know, what motivated you to write that and, uh, you know, why you, you thought it was a good thing to share. Yeah, definitely. Um, so recently I was having a conversation with our sales team here at Granular and it was about a client that was giving us another account. Um, and the interesting thing about um, the situation was that they were going to do this even though their year over year numbers were down for the account that I was managing. Um, so right off the bat, you know, you could think, well, Boy, the year-over-year numbers are down for them, but they're still going to give you another account. What? What is that? What is the reason for that, right? Hmm. And you know, I was thinking this isn't really a situation you get into very often, right? Number one, that a client has multiple accounts available to manage. That that isn't typical. It's usually a business has one account they're running from. And mm-hmm. number two, that they would actually trust you to manage a new account when you're the the one managing the one that has seen a decline in performance. So Hmm. we kind of got talking about what their motivation might've been in doing this. If the motivation wasn't like, Oh, you got us like amazing results in the past year, you know, since you took over the account. Um, And so that's kind of what led to, to the conversation that we had and what led to me writing the post. Right. You're kind of getting to the, to the why, which is a popular book, but, um, Mm -hmm. more about business, but, uh, I think every kind of, uh, you know, outcome has some kind of story leading up to it. So yeah, I mean, it's valid to, to ask why, 
so why you know why would they want you to manage something if uh we didn't hit it out of the park but i mean you did <laughs> uh <laughs> you know although uh maybe total revenue was down you hit other kpis that were important to them you know like making their ad dollars more efficient things like that so you know hmm. overall the client was happy enough to uh to trust you and us with you know managing another business for them which is pretty cool um hmm. You know, so either way, if it's, uh, you know, stellar year over year or not, it kind of shows that um, it's important about the, the person you're working with. Right. So I guess what's the what's the main point you're trying to get across with this uh, this blog post of yours? Well, the the thing that I was thinking about when we were talking was that when I first started out in the PPC industry, my mindset really when it came to client management in like the first year or two was that clients would be happy if I just did one thing, which was make numbers go up and to the right. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's, you know, ultimately um, results is what, you know, you're going for and, and kind of the goal of everything you're doing in a way. And so my mindset at the beginning was that's what I need to accomplish. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'd never been in an industry before where, um, where I did client management, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was younger, didn't, had jobs that that certainly were in customer service, but they weren't quite, you know, the relationship that that a client has with a PPC manager. And so, it was like a like a one as time, time passed, thing, like being nice to somebody for you know five minutes versus keeping a relationship going for years, right? Right. Like I waited tables, right? So there's definitely <laughs> definitely some. <laughs> customer service involved in that. Um, but obviously, you know, you're with them for a half hour, an hour and they leave and, and, you know, there's no trust building or anything like that going on, um, mm -hmm. over time. So, yeah, I mean, after, after the first couple of years and I really cut my teeth in the industry and, and learned from some other people and things, I, I learned fairly quickly that although getting results and, and growing businesses is why we get hired, we really don't always have control over it happening. Um, so what I realized was, you know, things like industry disruption. Like mm -hmm. if you think about tech industries are notorious for it, companies kill each other off and products, you know, disappear and they create new ones or, mm -hmm. you know, things like competition. You know, I can do a good job of competing, but I can't control where competitors are advertising, I can't control what their budgets are and what they decide to do with their budgets versus what my client is deciding to do with their budget. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can make recommendations, for example, and, you know, in a perfect PPC world, clients would just implement all of my recommendations. <laughs> but right. we know that doesn't, you know, always happen. So sometimes they even have legitimate business reasons for, you know, not, not implementing what what we would typically do, what may be considered best practices. Mm -hmm. um, and so they don't do it. Um, and, and that can, can affect results as well. Um, and then, you know, la the, the last thing I thought about was, you know, the weather. Mm -hmm. um, I remember having a client that, that sold ski clothing and we had a mild winter. So what am I supposed mm -hmm. to do about that? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got, you know, similar experiences. Um, yeah. I took over an account for a, an e-commerce company that sold uh, kind of emergency preparedness stuff. It was, you know, in the generator mm -hmm. space or the, uh, in the, uh, 
kind of the water pump space. So if you got your, your basement flooded, if a storm went through, basically you needed their products. And, uh, you know, they were telling me about this agency they were with in the past and they were just totally spiking the, the football in the end zone and doing their, their victory dance after a monthly report saying like, look what we did. We're amazing with our year over year performance. And, you know, it was the client that had to tell them, they're like, Hey guys, uh, there was a hurricane and you know, that was kind of an act of God versus like (laughs) anything that you did in the account. Uh, Mm -hmm. because if you look at the change history, you know, they didn't do anything. So it's, it's kind of funny to, uh, um, you know, see examples like that out there, but you know, they also happen to us. Right. So, you know, there's, there's definitely seasonal, um, you know, implications, there's definitely economy, there's, there's a ton of stuff that goes into it. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately every business owner that we talk to, they want results that are going up and to the right. They want business growth and that's what we're here to deliver. Um, but even if it's, and, and we, I think we accomplish that with almost everyone really, you know, that's, that's the rule here. That's not the exception. Um, but on top of that, I mean, you just have to kind of be a person and you have to be, uh, someone that they like working with because we kind of are an extension of their team when it comes down to it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, that's a great point. In fact, the, the account that, um, you know, I referenced at the beginning that is, you know, giving us another account is like, um, in the first six to 12 months that we worked with them, they had had someone you know, internally managing and we're having trouble getting, you know, the uh, accomplishing the goals they wanted to. And Mm -hmm. so they came to us and said, Hey, we'd like to try this out. And you're right. We actually did kind of knock it out of the park for them, um, at the beginning. And so what happened over time was though, they, you know, had some internal business decisions of investing, you know, in different spaces, um, Mm -hmm. just because of the nature of their, of their business. And so, um, you know, that was really a big effect on, on the results we were able to get for them. Um, so yeah, right. at the beginning we did, and then we kind of had this lull for a little while. Um, and things are actually picking back up as well there, but mm-hmm. that lull wasn't anything that, that we did. Um, it was, right. it was in more internal business decisions that they had made. And it, and it keeps, you know, us on our toes, right? You have to pivot and, mm-hmm. and then shift towards another business goal on their end. Um, which I think we're good at. It's just, uh, you know, understanding that, that ebb and flow of, of business. And that's what a long relationship mm-hmm. really gains people is, uh, you know, we've got that experience where we've been there before. We know how to handle those, uh, situations. Um, cool. So, you know, without, I mean, feel free to toot your own horn. Uh, you're a great paid search manager. You've been doing this for like a decade, um, you know, that's, that's why we hired you. We only hire, you know, senior level experts here. No one that's kind of coming up and, and cutting their teeth per se. Um, so, you know, what are some signs that, you know, if, if a business owner is listening to this or another agency owner, someone that is potentially, you know, searching for, um, some paid search talent to either, you know, externally manage it or, um, even, even for hiring purpose purposes, what are some of the signals and signs that, you know, people can look for in a paid search manager that really shows that, um, this is going to be someone that not only looks at, you know, impressions and clicks, but actually 
kind of looks deeper and cares about the business. Yeah, I mean, you know, surveys indicate really that most businesses lose client lose clients because of a phenomenon called perceived indifference. Um, All right, and I know we've break, talked, break that we, down for me. What's that? Yeah, we've talked about this before, but basically, you know, when asked why why customers leave businesses, um, there's a lot of different reasons, but the number one reason tends to be that the the customer doesn't feel like they are cared about or that their mm. business is cared about. Um, and so ultimately that, you know, whole up and to the right thing, while it is important, when you actually ask customers, it's not about results typically. Um, it's typically about um, being feeling cared for because um, they, they figure, well, you know, maybe even if you're getting results for me, maybe I would be getting better results if I actually had someone that was, um, you know, caring for my business even more than what I'm currently getting. Um, so it's totally. kind of this comparison thing that goes on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's like a restaurant, right? Like you go there because you're hungry. And if you go to two different restaurants, you leave somewhat satisfied, your stomach's full, you know, that one need has been addressed and has been, um, you know, successfully addressed. But that's that's like table stakes for us, right? So like, obviously we're gonna drive results, but what makes you feel good when you leave mm -hmm. that restaurant, you know, it's all those extra things. It's, you know, the good waiter, the good environment, um, that little bit of extra seasoning that's, you know, there's a ton of little details that go into like making something good to great. And I think that's what we always strive for here is, is that greatness, um, in service. So I guess what are some other kind of like tactical things that you can look for in someone, um, that kind of shows that they're they're going to be a good paid search manager. Yeah, so I mean, if you are, if you currently have you know an agency or a PPC manager that or someone in house, you know, even that you're working with, um, basically, I, I laid out five kind of points uh, or signs that you can look for to know that you're actually being cared for and not just getting results. Um, the first one is that they ask a lot of questions in an attempt to understand your business and its customers. Um, instead of just, you know, oh, what do you sell? Picking keywords, you know, and stuff like that and kind of throwing up general ads. You know, they converse with you on a level that shows they're actually trying to understand your business. That's a really good sign. Um, another one is they up their game when times get tough, right? So... You know, we're not perfect, we're human, and so expectations sometimes won't get met or mistakes might be made. Um, obviously, we, we do the best we can to not make mistakes, but it's part of life. And, but, but the real thing is how, how do we react? How does that person react to those situations? Do they up their game when it gets tough? Are they highly motivated to make things right quickly? Or, you know, does it take a while to hear back from them kind of a thing? Um, mm -hmm. Another one, they're proactive at diagnosing problems and offering solutions. So, um, yeah, I've heard from clients that have come to us from other agencies that, you know, uh, they were okay, but they didn't really, they weren't really proactive at giving us like new strategy, right? Like things are constantly changing in digital marketing. And so if you don't have someone that's like, hey, we should try this or, hey, I noticed this problem, especially if you're, it's not that you can't as a client ever come across problems first, you know, like ever identify. But if it's a pattern, 
you know, where you're seeing problems and having to tell your manager about them first, um, then that's something to look for. Um, and then, you know, along those lines, they're quick basically to suggest new ideas to test um, since the, the industry is, is fast moving. And then lastly, you hear from them often, right? Um, of course, that will depend on your level of service, you know, <laughs> you know, depending on, you know, how large your account is um, and things like that. But, you know, you should definitely hear from them a minimum minimum of once per month if you're a small account. And obviously, if mm -hmm. you're larger, um, it should be more than that. So I would say those are, you know, along the lines, five signs that you can kind of think about or look for um, when when asking yourself, why do why do I or don't I feel mm -hmm. uh, cared for? Yeah, that's those are all really good, uh, really good things to look for. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not again, it's not just the one of our, our old clients who was kind of a secondary contact, not our day to day, but he called it clicks and clacks, you know, um, they're mm -hmm. looking for someone that, that delivers a little more than the clicks and clacks. So, you know, they're not talking about just impressions and all the stats. They're actually bringing some like insights to the table, some, some human elements, you know, they're asking about your profit margins. They're asking about, um, you know, returns or, or, you know, best-selling products or customer lists, they're really digging into the, the backside of the business like that. But then on top of that, it's like, you know, they know that you got a new dog or they know that, uh, you know, your kid just graduated. You know, I think it's when it comes down to it, you know, we try to take the automation and, um, you know, kind of machine, uh, uh, relationship stuff like out of the equation. Um, it's, it's really easy for people to be like sold on technology and results and, and things like that. But it's, it's hard to, to keep, uh, to kind of, kind of stay sticky. And hmm. that's where the, the human element comes into it. You know, we look, we get the results. That's easy. I mean, it's hard, but you know, that's, that's our job. And then on top of that, we're always trying to, you know, go above and beyond. Right. Yeah. So, um, what else, uh, can we talk about here? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, these are, these are things that, you know, clients and, and businesses kind of find out, um, you know, after the fact, it's really hard to, it's hard to, uh, uncover, if someone's going to be a good fit for them kind of without inking a contract. And that's, that's pretty scary for a business owner. I mean, we're an agency, but, um, we also hire professional services, right? So, you know, we, we just stick in our lane. We're, we're only doing paid, paid search, paid digital marketing. Um, so, you know, we're not doing web design. We're not, uh, shooting video. We're not doing things like that. So, you know, we're not accountants, so we hire a lot of professional services ourselves. And, you know, I'll tell you, it's, it's tricky as a business owner, um, to really vet and figure out who's actually good and, you know, who we're kind of getting in a relationship with, especially when you're talking about contract lengths. Um, you know, typically at granular, we don't have very long contracts because we kind of hang our, our hat on our service and we, we trust that, you know, clients are going to stick with us, but these other services, I mean, there's a lot of times that we're signing, you know, 12 month deals 
and uh, that's a big commitment. So I guess how do you have any other tips on like how someone could vet, you know, prior to signing up? Like there's a lot of signs to, to evaluate your current agency and your current paid search manager in-house or otherwise. Um, but, you know, how can we kind of get ahead of that and, uh, and make fewer mistakes in, in hiring maybe the wrong fit? Yeah, you're right. It, it is really a difficult situation. I mean, even sometimes, you know, you might go to an agency and, for example, get an audit from them because you want to see, all right, you know, are they going to be able to analyze my account and tell me what is wrong with it and what we should do about it? And will it be worth, you know, going from one agency to another or will it be worth stop managing it on my own and giving it to them, that kind of a thing. Um, mm -hmm. And the tricky part about that is like, sometimes even though, you know, we offer audits as well and audits are good and they're, you know, sometimes they're necessary to kind of give an, an idea of, you know, kind of where your account's at and, and if there's room mm -hmm. to grow, you know, just to, to kind of shine a light on that. But the, the truth of the matter is sometimes the audit that you get isn't even done by the person that will manage your account if you sign on with them. Right. Um, so the, you know, the audit really gives you an idea of, of, you know, how your account has been cared for in the past, but not necessarily how it will be cared for once you sign the contract. Um, mm -hmm. and so, you know, my, my advice for that is, you know, if you can talk to referrals, that's a big one, like current totally. clients, what's been their experience. Um, mm -hmm. You know, have they been there long? Um, you know, what, what has been consistent about their experience? And obviously, if they have been there long, then they've had a good experience. Um, so, you know, that that's kind of yeah. the best you can do, I think, um, sometimes. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, Mike. Um, it's, look, every business has clients that are willing to talk to, to prospects. And if they don't, they're not worth talking to any longer. Um, you know, we... We're always happy to give out uh, references and and put them in touch with current or past clients. We've got, you know, we've got past clients who are are good references for us and still refer business over to us. And you know, they're past clients because we helped them build up a program, and then they, you know, basically saw that it was you know probably valuable to to bring it in house. But you know, oftentimes they still bring us on for you know quarterly or semi annual audits. Um, and they still look to us as as someone that helped their business along along their journey. So, um, look, any agency, any paid search professional, freelancer, anything like that that you're talking to, get a get a reference. You know, talk to one of their clients, vet that person to make sure they're not just a buddy, um, because you know we do it all the time, and it's as easy as you know ten, twenty minute phone call uh, to somebody and you know, they'll typically give you some really good insight and, and maybe even like, you know, talk about one of the, the managers on the team, you know, who they really like working with, who's the best, you know, that kind of thing. So it can actually, mm -hmm. uh, give you some more value and, and more leverage in the, the negotiating. So you can actually ask for a specific person maybe, or, you know, make sure that they're at least, um, you know, maybe like a, a support person on the account, something like that. I think it's really, um, that's, I mean, I would say that's probably the best way to do it. Um, I can't really think of a better way to, to vet and evaluate 
potential agency or per- potential uh, paid search person. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, case studies is one of those things that goes out a lot. But like you said, any any mm-hmm. agency can can show success with numbers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, you know, they, they might call out a couple of accounts they've done well with and it's possible that there's tons of accounts they haven't, you know, and they haven't served mm-hmm. as well. And so getting that firsthand account is, is definitely important. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't think we had a published case study, you know, for the first two years, just because, you know, we can kind of see through <laughs> a lot of the case studies out there and, you know, you can make, make it your own and, you know, it's hard to validate the numbers, but I think for the few case studies we have out there now, I think, um, you know, we have, you know, legit client quotes and we got numbers approved by clients and we got sign off and we got, you know, it's, it's basically verifiable data that's out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, even beyond that, like if you see a case study with a, with a testimonial on it, ask for that, that testimonials, uh, contact info, right. Take it a step further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool, Mike. Well, this has all been awesome. Um, is there any, anything else that we, we may have missed when, uh, you know, really kind of peeling back the, the layers of the onion and seeing, you know, what someone should really want from a PPC manager? No, I mean, just to sum up, I mean, um, just thinking about, you know, the level of service you're getting and if you feel cared for and ultimately the results thing, you know, that I talked about at the beginning, mm. um, you know, you may be getting good results, but if you're not feeling cared for, there's a chance that you could be getting even better results than than you have been getting because someone is paying more attention to your account and, and giving it the care um, that that it needs. For sure. Yeah, and it's, it's all about, um, you know, that time management and the dedication to each account. And that's, you know, another kind of, uh, look, well... <laughs> this is a granular podcast. Why not talk about granular? I mean, we, we make sure that each manager doesn't have, uh, you know, any more than 10 accounts, but it's typically between like six and seven accounts, which gives them plenty of time to actually focus on the, on the companies. And I would say, you know, maybe something we didn't mention is that's a question to ask, you know, during the sales process is, you know, who's going to work on the account, but also how many accounts does that person manage? We've interviewed, tons of tons of uh well lots of clients but also we've interviewed lots of uh, paid search uh, candidates to hire and it's really astounding to hear some of the numbers that they've managed i mean we we talked to one uh one young lady who managed like upwards of 100 accounts which is kind of mind-boggling for us because we pay so such close attention and we try to build really close relationships with our clients so like i don't even know how it's possible to talk to 100 <laughs> people a month it's not no right it's not (laughs) yeah so i think that's a really important question for people to ask is like all right how many accounts how many businesses are they managing because at some number we don't have the perfect number we're not claiming to but like at some number it's just like pretty obvious that communication or results are really going to break down and and fail so yeah that's that's a big one well i personally have experience with that i mean i i had I think 13 to 15 accounts at one point at a, at a prior agency that I worked for. Um, and the mindset there that, you know, over the years I've learned not, not to, uh, not to buy into (laughs) was, 
that they're paying for a certain number of hours. And if we're over hours, then you can not pay attention to the account until we, mm-hmm. until we build hours back up. Um, and so what happened in my experience there was, uh, one, one particular account comes to mind where, you know, we had, we had gone pretty significantly over hours and kind of took a few months off. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we communicated that to them, um, right that the the concept here that we're talking about of them feeling cared for mm-hmm. um when you don't communicate in three months they don't feel cared for no matter what your rationale is you know no matter what the data says in terms of yeah. hours you've spent or what the result is you're getting they didn't feel cared for and so um soon soon after that they they switch services because of that that makes sense right i mean you can't yeah. just set it and forget it and think someone's cool with that right yep all right awesome well um you know thanks a lot mike for you know instilling some of your wisdom on us i know you got a lot up there and uh you share a lot of good stuff on our blog so you know this is a you know pitch to the listeners definitely check out um our blog at granularmarketing.com um feel free to you know subscribe to get updates from this this podcast and uh I'm sure we'll be talking to Mike again soon in a, in a future episode on getting granular. So thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Jordan. All right. Take care. Bye.